everybody and welcome to another episode of the RXP podcast. My name is Tiffany and I'm your host for today's episode and joined with me are my two co-hosts, Alex. We're back. And Matt. Back again. <laughs> Here we are with episode 80. I know it's been a while, you know, several weeks. I want to say to our audience, I'm so sorry, but we're really happy that you're still with us. And for new listeners, welcome to our talk. Um, you know, life has kind of gotten in the way of things, but that's what that's what we are. We're three working professionals coming together, talking about our love for movies, TV shows, gaming and more and so we're gonna kind of try to keep up with more of a monthly schedule moving forward just to give everyone a heads up we'd really appreciate if you keep up with our journey because we really like coming together and talking about stuff and you know in the vein of that what we're going to talk about today are the things that we're looking forward to for the rest of the year you know it's may we're almost halfway 2023 has kind of been a wild ride already Guys, what are what are we looking forward to? What are some things that we're anticipating? You know, you got to everyone got a sneak peek at our most anticipated experiences um, for earlier this year. But we're doing a we're doing a midpoint check. So this wasn't on my list because I didn't know it was coming out this year. But after seeing the recent trailer for it, it has jumped up. In my anticipation, you know, you might call it, it's bubbling to the top of my list of things I'm looking forward to. Okay, in this segment, Bubble or Trouble, let's talk about it. Yeah, Bubble or Trouble. And what's surprising to you two, I'm pretty sure you guys are not expecting this answer. And that is the Gran Turismo movie. Oh, Oh my gosh. With David Harbour and Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. And some other actor I don't know who's playing the real main character of the movie, but regardless, you know, coming off of having seen Uncharted last year, right, with uh, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, you know, good old Mark Marky Wahlberg, Mark. owner Mark. of Wahlburgers, a famous burger chain restaurant, and seeing how PlayStation can adapt, right, having the movie on, right, owning Columbia Pictures being in the movie industry for many decades now and understanding what it takes to make a movie and seeing how they're able to adapt one of their premier game franchises to a movie, right, in Uncharted, uh, and seeing how decent that movie was. You know, it's not something that will blow your socks off. I wouldn't say you need to rush to the theater if they ever re-release it, but it was a good enough movie. And I think, surprisingly, this is going to be in the same vein where I don't think it is something that will win any Oscars, but will definitely be a fun movie to watch in a similar vein of when I go to think of other movies of what I expect this to be like in the past. If something like a Pirates of the Caribbean or a Transformers movie where it's like these movies aren't technically great on any sort of, you know, foundational level that's like really pushing the boundaries of cinema. But these are good times at the movies. And so I'm really expecting, you know, wanting to go see this and expecting to fulfill that nature, right? Kind of touches home to heart a little bit where I once saw myself as a young lad who could get good at video games and maybe make a career out of it. And this is the story about a young lad that goes and plays Gran Turismo, the game, the titular game, wins a competition and ends up becoming a real life professional F1 driver. And so... The fact that this is based on a true story, you know, obviously the pathway might be slightly altered for movie's sake, 
but I'm very intrigued, right? Because it is one of those types of stories. And so definitely interested. I love racing. And so this seems to have a lot of it. And so I'm excited for it. Honestly, when I saw the trailer and I saw it based on a true story, I was like, in what world is there a true story about this? But then you explained it to me and I was like, okay, I can get behind it. I mean, it looks fun. Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks pretty good. Like I, I didn't expect it to look as good as it did, because like this, and then there, on Peacock, there's another show that's coming out. Um, uh, yeah, Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. Yeah, like weird. What a weird world that we live in that these two things could come out this year. Uh, but this looks pretty good. Like, and also Cars Orlando in, Bloom. You know, Orlando Bloom, like aging like a fine wine, like. Yeah, I just didn't expect to see him in that trailer. I did not expect him either. Yeah, like I'll, I'll definitely, I'm, I'm planning on watching that. Like it's, it's definitely something where I had no idea this was even happening, and uh, I'm happy it is. But you know what is actually bubbling to the top for all yes, moviegoers? It is the cursed double feature that will be Oppenheimer and Barbie, which face off to the <laughs> death. In July, and it's going to be amazing. I am planning, and, and Tiffany, you're you're invited. Alex, if you want to drive down here, you're also invited. Oh, this I is going to be a double feature? This is going to be a double feature in a weekend. So one night, we go in, and we watch... I'm thinking Oppenheimer first. You know, get the, okay. get the prestige. You don't get spoils. Yeah, get the prestige going. And then a nice little palate cleanser the next night so friday night oppenheimer saturday night barbie we make it happen it's going to be a double feature that no one ever expected and i'm so excited it's given that like animal crossing doom vibe of 2020 you know i i think they can be friends they don't don't have to like fight to the death you know yes we need fan art yeah oh i'm sure there will be i'm sure there will be i want to see barbie with a mini nuke that's right (laughs) It's like, Ken, so don't I, press that button, Ken. Don't press it, Ken. <laughs> I will be here. Okay. And I'm going to be here to support you. Of Sadly, though, I do work that weekend, so I'm just going to pray for a day shift. Okay. I work for our old, my old alma mater. Which is you know, my current your alma mater. Mater. <laughs> <laughs> my current mater. <laughs> yeah, your current. Listen, <laughs> so, we can switch so, this around. If we want to do Thursday and Friday, listen, we can, we can make it work. Oh! We can make it work. Yeah. Let's do that. We'll plan Let's it out. To... We'll plan it out. Can we? Yeah, we're going to plan it out. We're going to mm-hmm. totally. I'm down. I'm down. To, I'm down to clown with that. Um, So you actually, honestly, Matt, Barbie is one of my yeah. anticipated. Th- like, it the looks good. Came, like a, it looks wild. Like, like who it was expecting it to energy. look good? I have. You know what? You're right. I was not expecting that. But then the star power behind uh-huh. it and the jokes uh-huh. behind it right now just alone like hey barbie hi barbie mm-hmm. hey barbie and seeing all those character posters like she's a lawyer <laughs> yeah. she's a she's the president like she's i'm a in love. mermaid she's a mermaid and then there's michael wait. sarah and he's just like a dweeb like he always is yeah, just in the background like friend Hi. Yeah. yeah, but there's only one of him. There's like 80 Kens, but there's yeah. only one of him. I'm pretty excited about that. My other movie, though, the bubbling, my real bubble is The Marvels. You guys, I'm kind of bummed. It got pushed back to November. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was going to be like July, but 
listen, I get it. We could have Guardians had a triple fe- feature, you know? Yeah, a triple feature, exactly. But, you know, we're giving it some space. Totally get it. It's now going to come out in November. The first trailer, really, I really vibe with it. The song, I think, is by the Beastie Boys. I, I don't know that I've heard about it before, but I, like, literally listened to it on repeat after I saw the trailer for, like, a weekend. I was, like, really into it. It looks fun, and I can't wait to see Kamala Khan, like, incorporated with Nick Fury and and Captain Marvel. Like, it's just, oh, it's going to be so fun. Just seeing Captain Marvel bust up in her room and be kind of creeped out by the fandom shrine uh-huh. was hilarious to me. So I'm really looking forward to it. And it looks like a lot of girl power and, and a sisterhood that I'm excited about. Will this overtake Guardians Volume 3 in terms of Marvel movies or Marvel, I guess, things of the year for you? That's fair. So, like, guy, audience, you need to know Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Great story. Really nice ending. Wrapped up for our crew. Character beats were good. I cried so much. I this is I cried in this more than Infinity War. And in Infinity War, I lost contact from crying. <laughs> she lost a friend so forever. I, a freak! I keep forgetting to like actually clarify. I lost a contact lens from crying so much. But you, you've got one of those movie. like old timey wheels that have just like paper contacts. And the Rolodex. One of them ripped out because yeah. you were crying so much. You crying were wiping so hard. Your tears. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we know. Um, but yeah, in Guardians of the Galaxy three, Volume three, like cried so much. Like I, oh God, like oh, I loved it so much. I really want to go see it again. But I, ah, oh, man, I don't know, Alex. Like Marvels, I don't think can pull at my heartstrings as well as guardians three you know guardians three is like almost like what 10 years or sorry the guardians like i've known those we've Mm -hmm. known those characters for almost 10 years yeah like that's gonna be kind of tough um but but they're both stories about family now i don't know that the marvels are really gonna push that family aspect Mm -hmm. i don't I don't think they honestly I don't think they will because like if, James Gunn have had them as a family for almost yeah. 10 years like that's gonna be hard to yes. replicate because honestly two out of the three characters they're coming from Disney plus shows yep we'll see we'll see how they transition from Disney plus to the big screen I yep. I'm excited for it because I enjoyed both of those characters in their respective Disney plus shows but like mm-hmm. honestly are people gonna know? who um rambo is you know what i mean like yeah yeah that's true because it's like wandavision wasn't very well watched as far as like people sylvester stallone right that's right that's right it is him he's in the sisterhood of marvels (laughs) (laughs) yeah but we'll see i'm excited for it i think it'll be good and november's a good time i think for it yeah honestly i think so too like it'll be right around like you know Getting ready for the holidays. I think it'll be nice. Like, there shouldn't be any, like, other distractions there. I completely agree. Yep. That's what bu- I'm bu- bubbling. All the bubbles over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, guys, I know. I mean, you two are pro jammers. So, true. what james are, are bubbling up at the top for y'all? Well, Tears of the Kingdom, by the time we record this, or by the time this gets <laughs> released, Tears of the Kingdom will be out 
I'll be playing it. I'll probably be bubbling all over the place. It'll be just like amazing. He'll Should be we losing say his contacts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even wear contacts very often, but my glasses will go everywhere. And that's because I'll be flying to a sky island and then skydiving back. Um, that's true. And I'll be making he'll contraptions. You'll have to fuse his glasses to his face. That's right. It's going to be great. I think I honestly was excited for it, right? It, I was excited for it. I always, in the back of my mind, I've always been a little bit cooler on Breath of the Wild. Just recently went back and played it. Played the DLC. Mm -hmm. It was great. It was like a great refresher back into it. But I've always been a little bit cooler because open worlds kind of freak me out in comparison to like a nice linear experience of Legend of Zelda. Mm -hmm. Love that. I'm with you. So we'll see. We'll see how long it sticks with me. But I am in this like i am so excited i think just the bit of a taste of breath of the wild has gotten me into it i've been playing other games to kind of like tide me over uh nice little linear indie games like i've been playing dredge which is a nice fishing simulator game which is really fun and really refreshing and nice um, in quotes yeah no it is nice it is nice it's creepy but like it's 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 nice yeah um but there's i've been playing a lot of games like that to get me my fill of like small areas before I go into like a gigantic area because I think Tears of the Kingdom is high likelihood of being a lot of people's game of the year and I'm gonna I'm taking the the avenue of if I get spoiled online I get spoiled online but I am going to take my time with it and try not to burn myself out on it so if I want to play 20 hours of my next gaming experience there perfect but then if I want to play like 20 hours of another game, I might put it down a little bit, go back to it, and try to get through it by the end of the year just so I can maybe get as much as I can out of it and not be like Breath of the Wild to where I had a six-year-old save, basically, that I hadn't touched because I never finished it. Like, I I got right. almost to the end and then never finished it, and I don't want that to happen. So um, that's the goal. That's the goal. So that's awesome. that's number one as far as closest to us of bubbling over. Sweet. Alex. Mine. Spoilers. It was in my top six. And it's still there because we still don't know too much about it because Sony's deciding to hold back for whatever yes. reason. But that actually gets me more excited because we don't know anything. And I'm still just exploding with the possibilities of what could happen and that is of course my little pun no just kidding not my little pun <laughs> marvel spider-man 2 yes okay oh, snap we still d- have not really seen this game mm-hmm. besides the initial trailer where they show you know craven's talking and then you have miles and peter standing there together side by side they just beat up a bad dude, and then you just hear from the dark shadows, we are Venom. And the fact that that's all we have to go off of for this game is still surprising due to the fact that it's rumored to be releasing within the next half year or so, right? By November, by the time Mar- the Marvels comes out, we could have already played Marvel Spider-Man 2. Who knows? That's Cannot true. Wait. That's true. And I think it is the fact that there's so many possibilities. It just keeps me so hyped about it because honestly, it's that thing where I'm in that weird spot of, I know I'm going to play this game, you know, having played the first Marvel Spider-Man back in 2018, 
having played Miles Morales, the uh, standalone kind of DLC, but it was its own game back in 2020. It's been a while since we've had a Spider-Man game. And because those games are so good, and the fact that we're going to have both of the Spider-Men together, who knows, what if they're holding this back? We, we're getting across the Spider-Verse coming out. That's also on my bubbling list. That's coming out in June. What if they were like, you know what? Spider-Man 2 is just too close to across the Spider-Verse. We want to let that get out so Spider-Man 2 doesn't take all of its thunder. And we get across the Spider-Verse in Spider-Man 2. We're getting, you know, Spider-Man 2099 and Spider-Man 2. We're getting, you know, every version out wow. of the every version of Spider-Man Spider possible. Hand. What if yeah, they're going so big. Spider-Noir. Nice. They didn't want to steal from the movie's thunder. That could happen. They haven't Sony hasn't said no yet. That's true. Like, do you think that it will be multiplayer or primarily single player with you switching between the two Spider-Men? I think that's more likely the case. If anything, between all the Spider-Man, you know, if we're getting like between six Spider-Man. The, between all the spider right. Can't, yeah, we're just switching between Don't all forget them. Spider-Ham. That's never going to happen. But yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> all 16 of them. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm definitely excited. I think it will be more so that than co-op, even though I think it would be fun in a co-op game or as a co-op game, right? Because you are you could all be different Spider-Man in case, you know, Spider beyond Miles and yeah. Peter, Spider-Ham. Uh, but at the same time, I'm like, well... This game is coming relatively quickly after the first game, you know, first mm-hmm. mainline game. And so I don't know if they've had enough time to really polish out a co-op experience, but you know, I, I wouldn't be disappointed either way if it's single player only or it has a co-op mode. You know, both are both would be great. I hope yeah, you're right. You... Because yeah. like I I love a good co-op. Alex and I just started playing Meet Your Maker. It's been a lot of fun. I'm playing Nobody Saves the World with Yasser. Like I, I'm getting like some co-op in and I enjoy that, but Marvel Spider-Man, I, I kind of just want it to be single player. You know what I mean? I just want to like live in that world because honestly, if I'm looking at like my PS5 and like what I've enjoyed most out of my PS5, I kind of put them together because I played them back to back. Spider-Man is close to the top of the list, if not top of the list. And that's over some of the other big titles like God of War. Like I just have a, a very emotional response to spider-man because spider-man 2 on the gamecube is like one of my top five games of all time because i just like loved 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 that game played the heck out of it now looking at it now i was like man this looks like crap but in my (laughs) mind it looks like marvel spider-man like it's crazy how my memory is basically like i've been playing the same game since i was a kid and it's amazing and i just can't wait and i hope they bring a lot of really cool villains i i'm really hoping for the next step like the arkham asylum to arkham city jump as far as storylines and how many different characters and like i really want them to get into the weeds of the comics of like here's some like really obscure things that have never seen the screen the big screen but maybe you know a little bit about this person now you get to know about them and like just get to show off his world and i'm just stoked for that that's gonna be awesome I'm pretty excited about that, too. You know, but, I mean, like, I don't want to be the negative Nancy. 
of the group, but I might kind of shift us over to the trouble part. Uh-oh. So Alex was like, let's do a segment called Bubble or Trouble, what we're super bubbly or excited about for the rest of the year, or Trouble, things that maybe we're cooling off on, maybe we've lost a little bit of anticipation. We try to be a positive crew, and all I'm all about it, but my overall vibe, my troubles that I personally have been having – I'm just so backlogged with my games for this year that mm-hmm. I can't even get excited right now for new games. Like that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, you know, a lot of things going on in professional life and you know, Marvel Snap consumed me to the point where I've not finished Fire Emblem um engage. Oh I've yeah, that did finished, come out this year. I've oh, yeah. not finished Hogwarts Legacy. Like, oh, yeah, that li- also came out this year. Literally, both of you have finished Hogwarts Legacy. And I have not. And I'm the only one that bought the deluxe edition, which allowed me to play three days early. Oof. So a lot of a lot of anxiety here right now for me. I, you know, I, I almost, Matt, I almost wasn't going to buy Tears of the Kingdom on release. <gasps> But Best Buy emailed me a $5 coupon, and I was like, okay. You're like, listen, $5, I'm in. Because <laughs> that's yeah, the biggest like, got her back. That's yeah, the biggest like, discount gonna... a Nintendo game will get all year. Five bucks, Ex- let's go. Exactly, exactly. I was like, taxes paid for? Okay, let's do it. Let's let's get it. I'm going to show up. Friday, I'm going to drive up and buy myself a copy. But anyway, so yeah, which will probably <laughs> take me a very long time to finish. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm a troubled little girl t- tonight. I'm sorry to admit it, but I'm I, I'm glad to have your support in this. Yeah, no, like I feel the backlog for sure. Like there's so many games that have come out. Like Jedi Survivor has come out. I probably won't get to that. Like I haven't even played the first game. So like I, <laughs> I'm hearing <laughs> oh, all these yeah. great things about it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I've got two games to be able to enjoy that. Um, yeah. you know, Octopath Horizon Traveler Forbidden. 2, hearing like yeah. Alex gush about Octopath Traveler 2, I'm like, I loved Octopath Traveler. I think honestly, outside of maybe Tears of the Kingdom, it might be the most played game on my Switch in Animal Crossing. Like, it is yeah. up there. Like, it is like 90 to 100 hours playing Octopath Traveler on my Switch. Like, those are games that I would love to sink my teeth in. And it's like at the same time, it's honestly going to be like, when Final Fantasy comes out this this summer, summer, I'm like, June, hey, next month, I I'm <laughs> definitely going to be checking like how long to beat on some of these games because I'm like, yeah, oh, should I do it? Because I've got Horizon Forbidden West that I also like is in my backlog and I want to I want to play. So yeah, yeah, I I'm, I get you. The busier that I get, the more I'm like, you know, there's nothing wrong with a ten hour experience. You yeah. can get a lot of emotion out of 10 hours. Let's yeah, do that. Honey. Yeah. I will say Alex. one game that I'm a little bit nervous about. I'll just say that I'm nervous oh. about it, okay? Okay, like, so not trouble territory. Not, it, I'll, I'll say trouble in the sense of... It's trending towards, potentially. I'm, I just... I'm, I'm concerned. And not in the sense of that I know anything. It's just in the sense of... I don't want to be disappointed. And that's mm-hmm. a game that I really am looking forward to, which is Starfield. It comes out. Ooh. It's been delayed. I am very nervous because I'm a big Bethesda guy. I love Bethesda. Bethesda has been 
some of my favorite stories have come from Bethesda. This is a new IP for them. It's not Skyrim. Mm-hmm. It's not Elder Scrolls. It's not Fallout. Something a little bit different. It looks very, very, very intimidating as far as thousands of planets. It's like taking the No Man's Sky approach. It just looks like they are biting off a lot. And I really hope that they're able to chew. I I really hope they don't choke on it. Um, I think I'm most nervous about this because Redfall released just this past week or two weeks ago or what have you. I guess it was just last week. Yeah, really rough. Really, really rough. Like, I've never seen so many... I would say Bethesda, you know, like Bethesda Softworks as a whole, if we're going to be talking about Arcane, you know, they're like a double-A, like a very prestige double-A team. And for a double-A team to get so many fours and fives and sixes from, like, all these big news sites, I'm like, yeesh. This looks awful. <laughs> and just like seeing all the bugs, I'm like, man, I I just hope, 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 hope that people don't feel pressured to just publish crap. And so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit concerned. Um, but you know, maybe this is a good call for them to be like checking in on all their studios. Like, okay. So let me tell tell me about Starfield. Like, please tell me it's ready to go. And if not, we are not doing this again. Like, we are not letting this die off like redfall fly yeah i hear you i feel like if it comes out i think that does guarantee that it's at least runnable you know what i mean like i (laughs) i don't think that they're going to do this again like i don't think it's going to get like fives and sixes i think i'm hoping for some eights and nines i'll say that okay and we're here to support you through that when that happens alex any troubles yeah, I mean, it's more so troubling because of also recent news similar to Matt's situation with, you know, Bethesda, uh, or I guess in particular Arcane and Redfall and how that's performed coming out of the gate. And my similar feelings are Sony and PSVR 2 uh, coming off of, you know, PSVR 1, I was an adopter, not an early adopter, but I did buy a headset. Love the games I played on, you know, shout out to stuff like Beat Saber. That's on every, basically every VR headset out there. If you own VR, get Beat Saber because yeah. that is a must play. Yes. Um, but unlike PSVR, you know, PSVR 2 has come out to a very slow start. It still doesn't have Beat Saber available on it. You know, even though the studio did say they, they will eventually port it to VR 2, it's not currently available. And the games that came out with the launch of it seemed very middling. You know, the best being, I guess, Call of the Mountain, the Horizon spinoff. But from what I saw, a lot of people kind of just had the opinion it was a, I guess, bow and arrow simulator. It was just kind mm-hmm. of a lot of shooting and a lot of anything else. You know, some a lot of climbing. Basically, it's climbing and then shooting a bow. Uh, so while, you know, my kind of initial expectations before it came out was, could this be PSVR 2's Half-Life Alex? Like, could this be the killer app that, you know, Valve had with the Index when they released Alex to be like, hey, we have a platform and here's a game that shows the platform at its full potential, right? Like, this is taking advantage of saying we can give you a memorable experience that's only available in VR because of how we made this game. And it seemed like Call of the Mountain did not hit that high 
And as of right now, we're they are really quiet on games coming out for it that could hit that high. You know, there are games announced, you know, future PSVR 2 games, but nothing that really seems to come close and especially nothing coming in the near future. And so definitely for the rest of rest of this year, you know, I thought, you know, I'm not an early adopter of PSVR 2, but if something came out later this year, uh, could potentially convince me to pick one up, right? Because I'm like, you know, I'm not a VR naysayer. I know I get motion sick. There are a few games I know I can't play in VR, but a lot of stuff like P- Beat Saber I can play. And so I'm hoping for similar experiences to that, but it's still a wait and see moment where Sony has to prove it to me to be like, hey, we can give you fun, worthwhile experiences that's going to cost you basically you know, double, right, the total package, right? The console itself costs $500 for a PS5 disc edition, and then the VR unit itself costs $550. So you're looking over $1,000 total, and that's not, Mm -hmm. and that's minus the games. Like, you still have to pay another $50, $60, $70 for these games. So they really have to show, we're going to bring the games to make you want to spend that money. Otherwise, you know, this could be something where I enjoyed PSVR, but maybe that was just a fleeting moment. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if they don't have Beat Saber, they're not going to get Tiffany. That's just that's all I have to say. Um, but, oh my gosh. Well, thanks for chatting with me. Let's see if these, you know, our anticipations, our things that we're bubbling over kind of meet it. You know, we'll follow back up with you guys. Um, again, we're going to move towards like a monthly release schedule. We're going to do our best to keep up with that. Um, but we'll definitely let you know if we can't. And thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe and leave a comment down below um, what you're anticipating for the rest of the year, what you're excited about, what you, you know, all that jazz. We'd love to hear it. So thanks so much and have a good day. Bye. Shout out to Grandmaster Doug for the music. She's a Sylvester Stallone, right? Hi.